Blog Talk Radio. Anyone charged with a criminal matter has the right to have their case heard before. A judge or judicial officer of the court is entitled to a fair and public hearing by a competent, independent and impartial court. Have strict court rules enforced such as the right of reply, rules of evidence, and be found innocent or guilty beyond reasonable doubt. Yet, our most vulnerable can have their rights, assets, and decision-making rights removed by a public servant of the state, not a judge, in a tribunal setting that can ignore evidence and facts and determine matters as they see fit and conclude matters based on probabilities alone. Are you scared yet? Marty Oakley, the PPJ Gazette Online, and this is the DS Radio Network. Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to finish off part two with John LaCron. Everyone was just on the edge of their seats because two weeks ago when we did part one, we just didn't get through everything. So we get, I was getting a lot of messages and said, when are you going to do part two? So I'm so excited. We're going to do part two. But real quick, before we get started with John, I want to let everyone know that we have had some exciting stuff happen in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, which we report on often, which is where my my loved one was um, put in guardianship, and it didn't end well. Anyway, there was a guardian named Gloria Byers, and she was actually found guilty. She had 120 wards, and she stole from all of them. And we, last I read, she hasn't been sentenced. But what I'm hoping is going to happen is that they'll do a plea deal because she, Judge Ott, was appointing her, and uh, he's, I mean, how do you not know that you have a thief that you're working with when they have 120 wards and they've stolen from all of them? You can Google it. I didn't make this up. This is fact. Go ahead, Gloria Byers, Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. We are really excited that there was an arrest. We want to thank and shout out to Nicole Brambilla of the Reading Eagle who did an article on Gloria Byers, and, I mean, it feels like it was 10 years ago that she did that article, and that is what started the ball. So the media really makes a difference, and we hope that we will see more articles coming out about Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, and we also hope that uh, Gloria Byers will take a plea deal, and she'll sing, and she will tell them how it's done she's in her i think early 60s looking at about 30 years in jail so that's the rest of her life so you know there's that saying there's no honor among thieves so hopefully she's going to turn on them all and we're going to see a lot of action going on i know there is um investigators that are reaching out to people who are who have had their loved ones victimized in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. If you are listening and you do have a, your loved one was victimized or even, even if it was 15 years, 20 years ago, it doesn't matter. Reach out to our sponsor shenanigans in the Montgomery County face. They at the shenanigans can get you in contact with the investigator that is looking to get some more information. So this is all very exciting. 
We are very, very excited about this bus. Anyway, without further ado, I am so excited to introduce John. And John, first, what do you think about what's going on in Montgomery County? Should I be excited or should I just get ready for another another um, bummer? Well, you know, you can't sit there and have somebody actually get arrested and prosecuted and not at least feel a little glimmer of satisfaction. You know, yeah. it's pretty, you know, I talk pretty blatantly about what I call the Maritime Admiralty Constructive Contract and Racketeering Fraud Kangaroo Court Star Chambers that masquerade as lawful uh, court system. And, yeah. you know, the problem is it's not one woman feeling one woman with the assistance of a black-robed individual pretending to be a judge. Uh, of course, yep. some other attorneys are involved. And before you know it, the whole system gets corrupted. And I'm afraid that's part of the reasons that we've got all of the problems we are. You know, we've always known yeah. that the courts have been corrupt. I mean, that's been pretty blatantly for the, well, basically my whole life. But yeah. never... It's been the last 30 years that they've really, you know, they've stopped hiding what they were doing behind the scenes, and they've just been in their face about it. And, you know, that's part of mm -hmm. why I do what I do, what I teach, what I teach when we discuss law in these uh, radio interviews. But, I mean, I love the fact that there's finally some accountability. You know, whenever I file paperwork into a court, I make sure that I hold people accountable. All my material is filed under the pains and penalties of perjury, which means if I'm lying, I'm going to jail, and I have no qualms and, uh, about uh, holding these black robes or these bars accountable for their actions in my paperwork. Now, having said that, do I see a bunch of arrests and prosecutions of these people? No, because they reinforce each other and protect each other. But the important thing is they know that we know, coming more yeah. and more obvious. Um, I can tell you this, as a radio show host here in Tennessee, and he uh, attempted to go to a uh, meeting of all of the judges who were having a meeting at the state, and it was paid for by the state, okay? And yeah. it's therefore, you know, Tennessee has an uh, open uh, meetings law, so if the state is paying for it, people are allowed to come. Well, he showed up, you know, and uh, they didn't let him stay. And when he refused to leave, they actually put him in cuffs and took him downtown, you know. Wow. And the, sub and the subject matter was exactly what we're talking about, is the fact that uh, they want to talk about what they like to refer to as sovereign citizens. Now, I explained to people the word sovereign citizen is code for king slave, which is an oxymoron, of course. But anyway, mm -hmm. that was the subject matter, and obviously he wanted to know all about it because, again, that's what they get labeled. They've labeled me that, even though I always challenge that immediately because, you know, yeah. they said, well, you think you have the right to sit down and do all these things? And uh, I kind of do because I am not harming anybody. I'm not doing any damage to anybody, and you sit there stating for the record, is that you have the right to tell me what to do under fraudulent contracting. We've got a problem, and that's what it's all about. And we're going to yeah. talk a little bit about fraudulent contracting. That's a good opening for this show. Um, Perfect. You know, one thing I'd like to remind everybody, again, before we get started, it is so easy to sit there and go down this rabbit hole and be 
scared and in fear and, oh, my goodness, I can't do anything about it. I should just give up. No, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, that's exactly the opposite thing. That's what your enemy wants you to do. Yes, they are your enemy. But that's not what you need to do. The reason for the education isn't to put fear in you. It's so that you know what's going on. You know, I tell people all the time, I'm not psychic. I don't read tea leaves. I don't have a crystal ball. You know, I don't sit there and look at the stars. All I do is look at what the criminal cabal says they're going to do, and then I'm not surprised when they actually come out and do it. They have at least a little tinge of this contracting thing. Well, we told them that we were going to do this thing, and when they didn't stand up to us and tell us no, well, we did it. And how can you hold us accountable? We were honest with them. And, you know, people don't seem to realize that they do tell you what they're going to do. That's why it always seems that, man, John, you keep nailing it. You keep telling us everything that's going to happen and how are you so accurate years sometimes in advance before it comes. And, again, it has nothing to do with anything other than knowing their agenda. And by knowing your agenda, you can prepare for it. You know, in March of 2020, when that propaganda garbage came out, I, I mean, it was constant bantering on the telephone or television, radio, you name it. And I don't listen to that yeah. garbage anyway. If the guy I was working with, his significant other was. And I mean, her whole world was surrounded by that propaganda. So I yeah. watched in real time as this thing called trauma-based mind control was implemented. I watched it in real time with a couple of friends of mine who to this day still believe that there is reality in that propaganda. And just to remind everybody at the height of the quote unquote pandemic, and I do call it a pandemic, not pandemic, yep. Yep. there were 2 million less dead people, not more, less dead people in America in the height of this quote unquote problem, which was 2020. You say, well, John, how is that even possible? Simple, ladies and gentlemen. We know for a fact that millions of people every year are by big promise products. Forget about their issuing since 20, the late 2020. Okay, forget about those. I thought he was talking about them. All the things that big pharma was issuing that is killing people over time, people weren't going to the hospital. So this amazing thing happened. Your body took care of a lot of your physical ailments without their medications and without their garbage and without having to see a doctor every week or every month. You know, look at cancer. What do they do with cancer treatment? We know they've been doing cancers, including all those cancers that they're not even telling people that you can't even survive. Go home and prepare to die. People have been living through that. Not by doing big pharma's chemotherapy and radiation and all that other garbage. That's designed to kill you. So when hey, I was John, there in May, go ahead, dear. I have to interrupt real quick. I'm having you're kind of clicking in and out. We, I don't know if we have the best um, reception right now. Let me see. I'm moving my fingers. Is that a little better? Is that yeah, a little now better? I hear you good. Yep. Now all we're right. good. I think it's probably covering some of what you needed to hear. Anyway, back to my point. Okay. Thanks for okay. thanks for solving this. We want Absolutely. our people to hear these things. Now yeah. listen. We know for a fact that we can heal cancer. Okay. 
You can look at acidic bodies versus those with a more base body as far as your interior. Okay. You look at what you can mm-hmm. eat. You look at what they have been going out of the way to make sure people don't have access to cancer in their body. 100% of the people out there have some kind of cancer. Okay, All it is a modification of your DNA. Something is wrong due to something happening, and it gradually grows. Well, what do we experience now with all of these people that have gone out and gotten these five shots? An explosion in cancer, an explosion in the amount of dead bodies caused by these things. And we're not even talking about small numbers here. It's showing up on the uh, insurance company's paperwork. It's saying, why are these people, which only have a death rate of a few percentage points a year, all of a sudden we have 300 to 400% more death rates on our, you know, 30 to 50 crowd. What's going on? Well, you sit there and you correlate the number of deaths with the number of people that got the shots, and oh, how coincidental, not so much. Again, yeah. incredibly important to forget because in our own mind, the average man or woman on the street cannot comprehend that there are literally people out there that have no clothes whatsoever about killing other people. And they don't even look you dead in the face and say, yeah, I'm okay with that. We don't care. They, oh, they make their choices. You know, I totally believe that, that people don't care about the one thing that I that I learned with going through guardianship is they people will do anything for money and they don't care who they even kill. And that and usually the killers are wearing a suit. That's right. Or considered to be somebody in quote unquote authority. You know, yeah. you look at uh I like to refer to him as Kill Gate. That man put it out there several years ago. That, well, if we can get a whole bunch of people, quote, unquote, vaccinated, this is, again, before 2020, we can actually reduce the population. This is argument. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy fact. And another thing that people don't realize, those shots have modified people's DNA, which is, of course, causing more cancers and more deaths because of uh, buildup in the lotteries and stuff like that. But the other thing that nobody is paying attention to quite yet is the fact that you're seeing your rate of birth go through the floor. And we don't hear it talked about very often. All of these women that have been pregnant and gotten these shots, they're losing their baby. It's an almost 100% guarantee that you will lose your baby if you got the shot during the pregnancy. Now, think about that. Now, with people that don't realize that when a woman loses a baby, it is an emotional trauma. It is a true emotional trauma. Us seem to forget that little detail. But it's an emotional trauma on all parties, but on a woman especially. And again, trauma-based mind control is a useful tool. Now, yes, there's other factors involved too. We become more selfish. There's more birth control out there and stuff like that. But again, you're seeing the marriage rates go through the floor, and that's not a coincidence. Again, that was by design. What did they do? They did two things. First of all, they made sure, and we're talking to Rockefellers here, made sure that the feminist movement, I like to call them the feminazi movement, promoted Mm -hmm. 
women empowering themselves. Now, I got no qualms about a woman in her life. That's not what it's about. But they lied mm-hmm. to these women. And the first-generation women that were victims of this suffer. The second generation suffered a little more. The modern-day feminazi is absolutely off the chain. She really is. And they're saying that by the time most of these women that are around right now hit their 50s in another 20 years, they're never going to have been married. They will never have had any kids. Over 50%. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not empowering. And you folks have heard me say before, the family unit was the very first thing targeted, the very first thing targeted. And they told these women that they could have it all. They could live the party lifestyle. They could have the job of the CEO, all these other things. And, of course, the propaganda and the lies, well, a woman doesn't make as much as a man. Oh, for the same job, they make the exact same amount. Fact. And if you don't believe me, you can sue your employer over it. Okay? That's a fact. That you can do that since, I believe, 1964? No. So what is really going on? What's really going on is there was a female CEO of a tech company that told her audience why she would never hire women to work for her. All these people <laughs> going in shock. This woman is not helping to empower other women? What's with this? Well, she says very straightforward. They were spending plenty of time in the office doing things other than working. They were the first ones to leave. God forbid if there was a job that needed to be done and they had to work through the weekend, because you can forget that. That girl's gone from Friday until Monday, and she's probably coming in Monday, you know, hungover and ready for, you know, trying to get the weekend. This is, again, a part of the problem. What happened? We took and we made it so that the corporation could hire, doubled your workforce, you doubled your tax base. And again, this is Rockefeller telling us this. Okay? Yeah. The, the tax base. Doubling is, your tax about base that. and keeping yeah. the price of labor down. Now remember, currency is about controlling everything. See? commodities, labor, all those things are supposed to be controlled by the individual, but they're not. They're being controlled and manipulated through the fiat currency. So imagine you can create anything out of thin air that you want to, and you are, it allows you to manipulate everything else around you, everything. The bankers do that, ladies and gentlemen. And again, part of what's taking place right now And again, I know we need to get into the Agenda 2030, and we will. But this backstop is so incredibly important. But I want to start Mm -hmm. out with a quote by Charles A. Lindbergh Sr. in his book, Banking and Currency and the Money Reset. Now, you think censorship is bad in 2023? Ladies and gentlemen, Congressman Charles A. Lindbergh Sr., the father of Charles Lindbergh Jr., who, you know, spirit of St. Louis guy, he was also a congressman, by the way, probably why his baby was kidnapped and murdered because he was going against the banking cabal as well. But anyway, that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is he knew certain things, 
Okay? And what he knew was this. And this was in 1913, just before they passed the Federal Reserve Act. Okay? They did it at Christmas time when most of Congress was gone, and this was not a coincidence because they could not have passed it otherwise. It was called the Aldrich Plan. And again, if you want to learn about that, you know, you can read about uh, Jekyll Island, okay? We don't have time to get into this. But here's something that he said. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking 1913. Radical changes are not possible until they come by common consent, okay? Now, for people that don't know, Charles Lindbergh, an American congressman who published this book, had this book confiscated from him and destroyed all of his copies. The only reason we still have it is a few copies made their way to Europe so that we can now read this later. But I'm telling you, folks, censorship was very real even in 1913. And again, if you don't know the history, we don't have time to get into it. But I'll simply state for the record that a lot of the opposition to the Aldrich plan, which we know as the Federal Reserve Act, a lot of that ended up dead under this quote-unquote ship, the Titanic, which wasn't the Titanic. And we're not going to again get into that. The ship on the bottom of the ocean is not the Titanic. It's a sister ship. So we've had censorship. Why? What took place then? I want to give you some real numbers, again, coming directly from Charles Lindbergh. Listen to this. We're talking a single dollar bill now, ladies and gentlemen. A single dollar bill. I want you to think very carefully about what I'm about to show you. A single dollar bill over the course of 100 years, and yes, I know 100 years, that's a long time, but it's actually a lifetime. Lifetimes a 20-year time span, that's five lifetimes. But think about it. Before all these clot shots, before all these gambles, there were centurions all over the place. They were everywhere. Oh, hey, Tom, People living. Yeah, I, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. You're starting to, um, we're, you're, we're not hearing you clear again. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway. There, that sounds better. Centurion. Okay, thank you. 3% over 100 years is $19.25. 2% over 100 years is $340. 8% over 100 years is $2,203. 10% is $13,808. 12% is $84,075. 18% is $15,145,007. At 24% interest, it's $2 billion, with a B, $551 $798,404. What did I say? Wow. Starting number was a single dollar. Dollar? A single dollar oh. over 100 years at 24% produces $2,551,798,404 in interest. Is it any surprise, ladies and gentlemen, that there's trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars out there in liability and in debt? There shouldn't be a surprise because, again, that's why you've got a system that's based on 
fraud and you have a system that's based on debt. You cannot build a system based on debt. It always falls in. And again, that was part of what the Aldrich plan was. They could monetize their stocks, they could monetize their bonds, and they could monetize their anything that they could get. Now, I don't have a position. That's actually a good thing. You know, you can take their, monetize your uh, future earnings, and that's fine. Whenever you, quote, unquote, borrow money, that's what you're doing. But ladies and gentlemen, you were born into the slave system as a slave. That's what your social security number is. That's your slave number. That is a part of this bigger picture. The United States is a corporation, as you've heard me say it again and again. More importantly than that is corporation, what is that specifically? It is a trust. And this mega trust, which is the United States Incorporated, is being controlled by even bigger trusts. Those trusts, J.P. Morgan Chase back at the day, J.P. Morgan, incredibly important. What is the major player today in banking? Same thing, J.P. Morgan. There's more than that. The insurance mm-hmm. companies are a part of it. If you're not familiar mm-hmm. who BlackRock is, you better be paying attention to folks because BlackRock is busy taking over. Okay? It's yeah. the next level. And now we're going to get back into what's going on in Agenda 2030. Well, first of all, you know, if you looked at uh, what was once, you know, there in Georgia, those stones had it written. They were going to reduce the population of this planet. And everybody said, well, how are they going to do that? Well, you've now figured it out. And what did they do? They bulldozed those. Okay. I don't think that's a coincidence any more than it was a coincidence when uh, one of the websites that we talked about last time had all those facts that all this economy was going to go through the floor, the population across the planet was going to go through the floor. These were mm-hmm. all relevant. We were saying that then, how are they going to do it? Well, again, for those of us that were paying attention back in the day, long before the clot shots came out, we saw that a lot of these people that were homeopaths, you know, real people that were doing wonderful work, especially dealing with vaccine injuries, and again, this is way before the days of the class shot, mm-hmm. they were making a huge impact, but all of a sudden they were just dying left and right like flies. And it wasn't from old age. It was a bunch of crazy things. It was in the hundreds, ladies and gentlemen. So we knew that that was a part of the agenda. And we talked about it back then. We pay, told people, pay attention. But they have to tell you what to do before they do it. You know, we talked last time also, I believe, about the, you know, conspiracy theory, the television show, okay? And I know that, uh, you know, controlled opposition and all that with Alex Jones, I get it. But between him and the governor, Jesse Ventura, they put out a show. This is a decade, a decade before the clock shot came out. The mm-hmm. lady there was a doctor. She was overseas because she didn't dare stay in the States. She was worried for her life, for real. And what did she say? She was told, are you ready for the great calling? It's not yet, but it's coming. And again, we saw that, and it went in the back of our little minds. 
So when I'm screaming in the top of my lungs in May of 2020, this show with Marty Oakley saying, ladies and gentlemen, whatever they offer you, you don't want it. It's designed to kill you. I wasn't wrong. Again, not because I'm psychic, but because they have to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. Now, pay attention to what's happening globally. You say, well, what's our future? Now, remember what I said. This is the future they're trying to build for us. We don't have to be there helping them. We don't have to be a part of their system. They have to get our consent. They have to get our assistance. They tell us repetitively what they want, and then we either do it for them or we walk away. Why you hear me say all the time, stop consenting to the tyranny. And when you sit there and you vote for your favorite slave master saying, well, I don't want the other guy's slave master ruling over me. I'd rather have my own (laughs) slave master ruling over me. Okay, (laughs) be foolish, but... When he does the exact same thing the other guy does, only in a different way, but the silk going the same direction, which is to murder you, are you supposed to feel a little bit better because your guy was red or your guy was blue? No, you're dead either way. Stop consenting to the tyranny. The biggest, most powerful word, and again, you've heard me say it on this show, the most powerful word in the English language. Two letters, ladies and gentlemen. No. No. I'm not going to do what you're demanding of me because that's unlawful contracting. That's enslaving me. That's trying to murder me. No. And what have I told you folks that law is? Law is simple. It is so pathetically simple. It does not require law degrees. It doesn't require endless, countless hundreds of thousands of dollars in different you know, these, what I don't even want to call them colleges, schools, because they're there to propagandize. They're not there to teach you anything. What is law, ladies and gentlemen? Three words, eight letters. Do no harm. Now, have you seen anything come out of Washington, the District of Criminals, or your state legislators, or your city council, or your county commission, have you seen anything that's coming out of these things that have been representative of your best interest? Of course not. It's always about them and what they can take from you. So you have to ask yourself a question. What am I going to do about it? Now, you don't hear me telling you to get violent. You don't hear me talking about doing all kinds of nasty things. You hear me telling you, stop consenting to the tyranny. The biggest reason we experience censorship, and again, this is critical knowledge, is because the censorship is they don't want our truth getting out there and getting people to start thinking about what's really going on. They keep us in a perpetual state of dividing conquer. You know, Democrat versus Republican. Black Uh versus white. Straight versus gay. Man versus woman. Pick your party. Did you want to say something Okay. I'm sorry, what? No, I was just I was like, asking yeah. if you wanted to say something. No, I'm just agreeing. Like, it is. Just keeping everyone in division. 
Well, the divide and conquer agenda has been working for centuries and it'll continue to work until we stop falling for it. And again, this is the reason I am so adamant about telling people, just stop. It's okay to disagree with somebody. There's zero, nothing wrong. Even me and some of my best friends have some wonderful debates, arguments, if you want to call them that. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean the fact that we're not friends. Okay? I mean, we were friends with Marty. Um, How many phone calls did we have? And we were never always agreeing, but I absolutely adored her. And she loved it. She said, you know what I love about you, Cos? She said, if you agreed with everything that I said, I think there was something wrong with you. And so that's, like, everyone, be a Marty. Just have those debates. Yeah. And the problem is when everybody is thinking exactly the same, that tells you that nobody's thinking. Okay? Yeah. Now, one of the problems we have are what's called these private and public partnership okay now when we think of public we think to ourselves well that would be ladies and gentlemen those would be your corporations masquerading as government and this is again part of the agenda Steve Morgan Chase got his foot in the U.S. Inc. back in around the um, 1890s John your connection's a little wonky again sorry to interrupt Uh, I know I know but anyway J.P. Morgan Chase and all of its garbage started at the foundation. The European bankers owned John Pierport Morgan. And when he died, everybody was thinking he was the richest man in America. No, he had ties into the Rothschild. Incredibly important knowledge to have. If you don't know your history, you can't draw that line. So right. what's going on now? 30 years at least that there are too many, quote-unquote, useless eaters. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the group of people that's been targeted. What are you contributing to your society? Now, back in the days when slavery was permitted in a different form, when you were, quote-unquote, allowed to own another man or another woman, you had to take care of that man or woman in sickness and in health. They were your slave, therefore they were your property, therefore you needed to take good care of your property, which is again where I have a problem with all these scenes in these old movies where showing that the slaves were beating their slaves. No, as a general rule, they weren't. Everybody seemed to work out fairly well, and I'm not going to say it was a perfect system. It's not. But the whole thing is slavery changed hands. The new slave became the debtor class. The new slave through this war of northern aggression was created through the use of monetization and these corporations taking over. And these new slave masters, they only care about you as long as you're working for them. And when you're not working for them or you've gotten to be too old, you're gone. And they have no obligation to you. And that, again, is what social insecurity is about. Social insecurity is a pyramid scheme, a giant pyramid scheme. If you had access to the amount of money that you put into it over the course of a lifetime, let's just say for the sake of argument, 10 grand at 18, 
and then run it till you're 68. At 50 years, only 10 grand, 50 years, at 5 or 6%, you're talking stupid amounts of money. And people don't get that kind of money back on that little pinch that they get. And yet somehow social insecurity is broke. How the heck did that happen? That was easy enough. It was a giant wealth transfer, and it was always designed to fail. When I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the system that you're living in right now is designed to fail, that's what I mean. It is designed to fail. And so when it fails, you have one or two choices. You are either aware of its failing, and you're aware so you can prepare, so you're not dependent upon anything, a.k.a. retirement accounts, a.k.a. things in bank accounts, because, ladies and gentlemen, you shouldn't have anything short of a month or two of expense money in any bank account just to cover your basic bills for the month. Well, John, what do we do? Well, my first argument, well, what have you done? Have you bought a you know, way of uh, food supply the last three, four, five, six months? Have you bought some seeds? Have you gone out and got a water purification system and a way to defend yourself and, you know, started networking with some friends and started, you know, planting some things in the backyard that actually grow, maybe got a few chickens to go with it? Or are you just hoping that this system doesn't collapse and you're sitting there wondering how you're going to survive? They want people desperate. Fear is their tool. It is the tool that controls people because fear is an emotion. And people respond to emotions. And again, I'm all the time reminding people, don't respond and take an action based on an emotional response. Because almost without exception, it will be the wrong choice. It's okay to have the initial response, anger, fear, whatever the response is. That's natural. That's what people do when... They get stressed over something. I get it. But don't act on it unless somebody's actually shooting at you, which you don't have time to think about. But uh, under any other circumstances, you take a step back, you let the emotion turn around, and you say, okay, now we go to critical thinking, logic, and reason. What next? Only then. Do you sit back and think about it? You then make a better, more informed place. And again, talk to other people. Get some quote unquote counsel from friends and neighbors. Maybe they've been through similar or the same thing. But what are they doing to us right now? They're dividing us. That's why the churches were shut down in 2020. That's why they said, oh no. See, that's a support group there. Your friends down there at the bingo parlor, that's a support group down there. Why do they not want people gathering together and enjoying a birthday party? That's a support group. They want everybody individual in fear and hiding and hoping that maybe it will go away. That's by design. So I tell people, Stop falling for it. 
And again, I've talked about the fact of what happened in March of 2020. I got on the road on a long trip across three states. Okay? Everything was shut down for all practical purposes. It was getting hard to find a place to buy gasoline even. But I'm here to tell you, those roads were empty. All those businesses yeah. that were shut, all those businesses that were shut down, they didn't come back. All those employees and all those business owners, that they might have been just fine, but now they're gone. And who won? The big corporations again. And folks, I'd like to remind you of something that Forbes put out, I think, over a decade ago now. Almost every corporation in, in America is down to controlled by about 2,000 entities. You've got cross-pollinization of CEOs, CFOs, and everything else. Everybody knows everybody. It's Wall Street buying up the whole planet. And again, Charles Lindbergh talks about it in his book, Banking and the Money Trust. Okay? But while they control us through their propaganda and their fear-mongering, if you reach a point where I was at, and they're able to take a step back, plan for the disaster. You're not going to survive this thing unscathed, folks. I'm sure you've all suffered enough already, and it's only just started. But the secret, ladies and gentlemen, is to survive. Problem, reaction, solution. This is their way. They use deception. That is a tool of war. They create the problem. We all get reactions, ah! and they in turn offer their already planned solution, which is exactly what the Aldrich plan was in 1913. Because everybody knew that the financial system was wrecked because of the um, recession of 1907. 1993, we had another one, and again, what was all this about? It was about consolidating power and consolidating finances. You had the crime of 1873, again, same thing. It was about consolidation of banks, and it shut down otherwise solvent banks. Back then, they did it in 1933. They did it in 2007 and 8, and now they're doing it again. And coincidentally, every bank gets bigger and bigger. And this is what the reset's about. The mm -hmm. reset is about, well, our financial system is ruined. And again, not a coincidence by who and what. So we're going to bring in this new central bank digital currency. And if you contract with us, we'll make sure you'll have at least the basic minimum. Now, the basic minimum is going to be a quote-unquote benefit for their slave class. Now, maybe it'll be enough to feed you, but you better be on board with whatever their agenda is. Oh, you got to get your shots. Okay, mask, go get my shots. You've got to be a good little boy and not talk trash about the J.P. Morgan Chase, or talk trash about United States Incorporated. Okay, Master, I'll do those things. Please feed me. Okay? How do they catch these wild boars, pigs? How do they do that? Easy. They put food out there. And then they put a little one side of the fence. They keep putting food around there. Pigs eventually stop noticing that. Put another section of fence. Keep putting food out there. 
put in another section of fence. Well, eventually the pigs are not paying attention to anything other than the free food, and you put in the last section of fence. Again, what was the welfare system? You know, we go back to the 1960s and say, well, it was to help people. And ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing in this world wrong with helping people. The Great Society program, again, Lyndon Baines Johnson, don't get me started on the criminal that was involved with the Kennedy murder. But anyway, Lyndon Baines Johnson, his Great Society, his guns and butter, he could have his war in Vietnam. And again, that don't believe for a minute that that was about fighting communism. That was about the drug trade, ladies and gentlemen. You had the guns and you had the butter, and the debt levels went up. Everybody, quote-unquote, won. But the problem was, what happened? Well, then they made it, well, if there's a man living in the house, you can't get your welfare payment. Oh, there's a shocker. So what happened? All of a sudden, the man that used to be, yeah, again, none of this is a coincidence. It all ties in together. And it comes, ties in from a multitude of different angles. When I tell you in 2023 that all of you under a multi-pronged attack designed to put you in fear and to kill you, I'm not joking. You've got the garbage in the water. You've got the garbage in the air. You've got the garbage coming out of these uh, factories. You've got all these things that are designed to do you harm. They don't have your best interest in heart. Their only goal is to keep their cost basis down. Now, the latest intelligence can do all these wonderful things now. It can be creative. It can write poems. It mm-hmm. can write, you know, movie scripts. It can write somebody's college paper. Right out loud. It can sit there and buy beautiful pictures. While the slave yeah. people are still having to slave away, only worse. Because guess what happened? People are finding it hard to pay bills. And that's, again, not a coincidence. What happens when you're sitting there? And I remember this back in the 80s and the 90s. People had to make a decision between buying food and buying medication. Nothing in this world more outrageous than that. Your sound banking yeah. system is not sound in any sense of the word. And there's cryptocurrency, and remember what means death. It's designed to finalize the slave system. Now, we've got to get into this agenda 2030, okay? Yeah, I want to hear what their ladies plan is. And, ladies and gentlemen, we grew up hearing about these things called FEMA camps, okay? Oh, they'll never get me into a FEMA camp. Oh, yeah, I know they built all these FEMA camps back in the 90s. Uh-huh. Your FEMA camp isn't out in the middle of nowhere. Your FEMA camp is outside your front door. That's where your FEMA camp is at. Your world is different now. You are being controlled You look at who by how. First of all, the trauma is about keeping you local. I don't want to travel. If I travel, I may then spend three days 
in the middle of a friggin' uh, airport. We saw that last year, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Well, I'll just take the car. Well, that oh, looks just fine. John, I, the, 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 it's going wonky again. You look at your car, yeah. and your car Better. has a limited amount of travel distance, whether you're talking gasoline or otherwise. The average mm-hmm. gas tank goes about 300 miles, give or take a little. Your average electric car, there are places that you cannot go outside of that range of that car. And again, if I share things all the time about, listen, folks, electric cars are neither healthy for you, they catch fire and do very nasty things as well, very pollutant. But most important is, what happens if the grid goes down? You think you're going to be able to charge that car of yours? Of course not. You might have some extra gasoline hanging around, but what is the agenda? What happened back, goodness, what was it, 10 years ago? When they told people to cash for clunkers? Bring in your old clunkers. We'll give you thousands and thousands of dollars that you can apply towards this new car. And then what they do? They didn't refurbish them and let the people buy a you know, cheap car for a grand or two. No, used cars at that point were two or $3,000 for what used to be 500 Why did they do that? Why did they destroy the engine? Why did they crush the cars? Because they wanted them gone. Don't think that was the last time, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to do it again. Now, why, you say, is that? Because the older cars don't have the electronics. The new cars Mm -hmm. do. And let me remind you some of the things those new cars can do. One, they can turn off the engine anytime they want to remotely. Two, they can take control of your electric car or your car with all that, you know, gadgets in it electronically and run you right off the road. Oh, they don't like you? Not a problem. We can get rid of them. The next time he goes over that cliff, watch this. Ha, ha. Don't think they aren't doing it. They are. There was an incident several years ago. We had a car that did this really weird thing and killed the driver. Ran him right into a tree. None of it made sense until you looked at who the driver was and what he was about to do, who was he was investigating. And forgive me, I can't even remember the guy's name. But that's not something that is normal. But it's becoming normal along the same lines of died suddenly is now normalized. Mm-hmm. Little boys and little girls having heart attacks is now normal. No, ladies and gentlemen, cause and effect. This is the nature of the proverbial beast. So they are sitting there, and your FEMA camp is the community that you're living in. And let's say, well, you know, I'm a nice guy. I don't see them having a problem with me traveling to go see my family out in California or whatever the case might be. Maybe they won't. But here's something else to consider. Those electronic digits in that central bank digital currency, 
They are programmable. They can say, okay, you can buy this uh, fake meat produced by, uh, you know, our factories, or you can buy something else. But God forbid if you decide you want to go after grass-fed beef. Heaven forbid if you want to go down to your local farmer and buy his non-GMO crops. They can choose what you can buy with it. Oh, you've got a high cholesterol? Well, we don't want you buying that cheeseburger and french fry. Forget buying eggs. And again, ladies and gentlemen, Look at the price of eggs, everything else. Look at the price of eggs. What happened? They killed off a bunch of chickens under the guise of a quote-unquote bird food. But why? Can survive. People survived on eggs for millennia. Every country in the world has chickens running around in it because chickens are a source of food. Don't have enough chickens? Well, watch them hatch some more eggs. Problem solved. But when you're sitting there, when you used to be able to buy, you know, chicken eggs for a dollar or two, and it's now three, four, five, and in some cases in places around, I guess it's up to about ten or twelve dollars a dozen. Really, wow. ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, don't get me started, California. <laughs> it's surrounding you now. Your 5G is a weapon system, ladies and gentlemen. That thing that's in your pocket that you sit there and you talk to people on that telephone is a spy device. Your home is a spy device. Your refrigerator, your freezer, your stove are spy devices, and we forget that. Your television set is a spy device now. The days of not doing harm or not knowing every little detail about you have been gone. You have no privacy. None. And again, we've talked about the fact that Facebook was a creation. The day they finalized their life, whatever they called it, they just changed the name to Facebook and it took it live. And what do we do? We sit down and we tell everybody everything that's going on. Man, you can't get a better spy device than that. Everybody's telling themselves, forget your neighbor talking trash about you. That happens too, of course. But no, <laughs> man, I went out to dinner to my same favorite restaurant every week, you know, and this is what we ate. And boy, anything they want to know about you, they already know, ladies and gentlemen. There is no privacy. There was a movie that came out in the 90s. It was called Sneakers. And that was an incredible movie. I think everybody should watch it just on one basis alone. The whole theme of the movie was there were no more secrets. That was the whole theme of the show. What was the name of the movie again? What was the name of the movie? Sneakers. Sneakers. Mm -hmm. Sneakers. Okay. And I'm telling you, folks, no more privacy. What happened? What was one of the things that they did back in 2020? Oh, you need to come in and get tested, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when you got tested, 
What did they have now that they didn't have before? Your DNA. Now, maybe they got it when you were a kid, and if you're in my generation, they probably do. I know you United Army took my DNA from me. I do know that for a fact. But I'm telling you, if you want to make a custom-designed kill weapon, you start with somebody's DNA. Say, okay, his family is prone to cancer. His family is prone to some other ailment. Then, well, let's just encourage that ailment. Now, when I say 5G is a weapon, it's so much more than people think it is. Everything is frequency. Everything is frequency, ladies and gentlemen. Make no mistake about it. And frequency can be a beautiful thing or it can be a deadly thing. Dirty electricity, you've heard me talk about it. But what if you're sitting there and you want to make life complicated because a certain town or city decided they wanted to give the central bank a thing? What do you do? Well, you just ramp up to 5G to a certain frequency, and before you know it, you got riots in the street. John, we can't control people through electronics. Oh, really? You better do some research. You're not hiding that little detail. They've been doing that for forever. And again, sit there, and one of the ways they were using and uh, interrogating some of these prisoners of war in the Middle East this is 20 years ago, of course. These people thought they were talking to Allah. Nobody in the room with them. Side the room, talking in the side, you know. It was beamed directly into their minds. So what happens wow. when you've got a group of people that have the ability to sit there and tell you, well, you need to do this. Forget the beaming into your mind. Just look at how many fell for it. Enough. Well, you need to go get the shots to save Grandma. Now imagine it's coming in your mind and you think it's your God telling you to do it. Are the most studied creature on the planet. Nothing else in comparison to it. They've studied every animal type out there. But people have been studied for millennia. They know every little detail that will get you irritated and annoyed. And believe me, they love pushing your buttons. Why do you think they sit there and just dividing everything over any subject you man? Well, taxes or gun control or pro-choice versus pro-life. Again, pick your poison. Because while you're doing all of that in your little camp where they want you because you are controlled, once again, through your emotional responses. So when you're sitting there being manipulated and controlled 24-7, many times you don't even see it. You think that you're preaching how you feel. But is it because you grew up hearing that day in, day out, day in, day out? How did that affect you? How did that impact you? Do you even know who you are? That's an important question. Know yourself. 
Do you even know yourself? Well, I know what I think and I know what I believe. Okay. Which I like to remind you, everybody, the word belief has the word L-I-E, lie, in the middle of it. It's okay to have belief. It really is. But you'll notice how they don't allow us to have conversations and debates on any of these controversial subjects, on any of these mediums that they call free speech platforms, because they're not free speech. As long as you're fighting amongst each other, they're fine with it. But if Mm -hmm. you're sitting there saying, "Uh, ladies and gentlemen, take a look at the bankers over there, take a look at the politicians over there, see what they're doing, question it. So your FEMA camp is your local community. Now, years ago, there was a book that I had read, okay? And the book was titled... All politics is local. All politics is local. And uh, come on, I'm trying to think of his name. Anyway, it was a congressman. He'd been in charge of the House of Representatives for the longest period in U.S. history. Okay? Texas is local. He's not wrong. And when you think again that they are not going out of their way to control people, including your politicians, What happens when the politicians are under threat and duress? And don't think for a minute it can't happen. It does happen all the time. These smart cities are being set up across the country. That's what they're going to do with that one, you know, island out there in uh, Hawaii. That's going to be a smart city now. Cities everywhere. Because it's so much easier to control people through their emotions. And I think the number is like one to a hundred. Okay? One soldier can take care of a hundred people statistically. Now, I'm from Clarksville, Tennessee, and you want to talk militarized police force, we're talking about it. Now, are they out there running drugs off the street and doing all that? No. They're over there harassing quote-unquote drivers. It's about money generation. It has nothing to do with safety of the community. Because God forbid somebody interfered with the cocaine importing agency making extra money for the cocaine they're bringing in or for some of the other crap that's out there circulating on the streets, the heroin, again, Vietnam. Don't think Vietnam? Okay, let's move forward. Where was most of the opium for the heroin coming from? In the last 10 years. Oh, that would be Afghanistan. And who was guarding this opium? Look it up, ladies and gentlemen. It was like 92, 93% of all heroin was coming out of Afghanistan. And who was guarding it? United States Army soldiers. Facts, ladies and gentlemen. And the people that were supposedly the evil ones have been busy destroying those plants. So they got overthrown and replaced with our puppet government over there. They do it all the time. Think for a minute that these people don't know what's going on. They know very well. The DEA, it's so corrupt, it's not funny. 
Yeah, they'll occasionally allow there to be a bust. Competition? We got 100 tons of cocaine. Woohoo! Yeah, but that didn't represent the 500 tons that DEA moved through this. With this, winked in the nod of the cocaine importing agency. We don't want to deal with the problems because, God forbid, if we do it means we would be uncomfortable. Ladies and gentlemen, you better be uncomfortable because we have to stop this. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to be in this war. I get it. You don't have the luxury of bowing out. There is no white flag to wave. Nobody you can surrender to. They don't care. From their perspective, you are a useless eater. God forbid you have the ability to actually do some critical thinking. Now you're a threat to them. Get rid of threats. Yeah. These trusts, these trusts masquerading as governments, and remember the word government comes from two Latin words, gubernare and maintain means mind control. These trusts have gotten themselves in a big bind. They are financially in the hole, or at least that's what they claim, because they have two sets of books. Set of book A, the ones we never see, has all their investments, all the things that are throwing mountains of cash off. And, of course, they're all getting a piece of the pie. But God forbid, that's not included when they sit there and show you their budget. Oh, man, we're broke. We've got to raise taxes another 1, 2, 3, 4%. And yet, meanwhile, the slave class is out there saying, but, but, but we can't handle any more taxes. Be merciful to us. No slave. Again, that's the difference. See, when the Yankee army came through the South, do you think they left the slaves' food alone? No. They took that right alongside the Southerners. And people forget, an awful lot of blacks fought for the Confederacy. Again, a dirty little secret they don't want out. It was not called the War of Northern Aggression for nothing. All wars are bankers' wars. They always have been and always will be. That's the critical thing everybody needs to realize. This war that you are living in in 2023... On this first day of December, this war is a banker's war. They need to reduce the population because you as a useless eater aren't needed anymore. In fact, you're a threat because you're starting to wake up to what their scam is. This is where we are at. What do they want you to do if you have a garden in your back room? Oh, you need to go and report it. You need to register it, that you have a garden with the government. Why? First of all, remember, folks, when you register something, a.k.a. your gun or your car, when you register something, you're giving it away. You are transferring ownership to the state, the city, the county, whatever. You are literally... By contract, giving it to them. Here, it's yours now. Do with it what you will. What happens when you gave away your car? Oh, 
Well, now they can sit there and charge you a fee to use your own property every year. They can charge you a fee to go home every night. They can charge you a fee or tell you, no, we've got to dig up your garden because we can't have you living off grid and being able to feed yourself. We have to have you dependent upon us. Ladies and gentlemen, the world, they want you to build for them. They've already built the world. They just need you to consent to the finishing touches. So you do have two choices. You can go along to quote-unquote get along and hope that you survive longer than your neighbor. Or you can do what I've been doing for 20 years, tell them to shove it, and stop consenting to their tyranny. I'm not going to tell you it's easy, folks. It's not. But it's not god-awful either. For owners to enslave me and my family or choosing instead to live a lesser lifestyle so that I don't contribute to the enslavement of my country and my planet, I know the choice I made. I made it decades ago. Each of you are in a position now. You're going to have to decide for yourself what you want to do. And I'm not here to tell you not to be a slave. If you want to be a slave, a lot of these slaves are doing very well for themselves. I get it. I do. I get it. Even the slaves do. Look at Nazi Germany. Look there. What did they do with the brown shirts once their useful idiots were no longer useful? They killed them and them in jails. What did they do to the people that were not mentally at the peak of performance? Killed. Folks, Nazi Germany, you're living in it. You're there. You wonder, how did they get an Adolf Hitler? The same way you got a George Bush, Bill Clinton, Barry Satoro, a.k.a. Barack Hussein Obama, a Donald Trump. Yeah, I'll step on everybody's toes. I'm okay with that. Don't get me started about the uh, mental case up there now. (laughs) Yes, ladies and gentlemen. You think that Adolf Hitler was alone? Oh, come on now. Please tell me that you actually know the origins of where Nazi headquarters was. Do you know where Nazi headquarters was? It wasn't Berlin, Germany. Do you know where the communist headquarters were? In Russia. It wasn't over there in Russia. Both those systems had an orange, had its origin where? New York, New York, the same bankers that enslaved you in 1913. Wow. Exact same bankers that enslaved us in 1913. Enslaved the Russian people in 1917 and enslaved the German people in 1933. The exact same people. This isn't a 50-year conspiracy, a 100-year conspiracy. 
This is a multi-generation, multi-centurion conspiracy. And it's not a theory, it's a proven fact. I put the timeline together again. again. You have choices. They want you to choose A or B. And I'm here to tell you, A and choice B are the wrong choice. 100% of the time. 100% of the time. You better choose C. And I don't care what C is. If it's not a part of what they're doing, even if it fails, you're at least trying to get away from their system. So when I sit here and tell you folks about all this corruption and all these things and the 124 crimes of your corporate owners, what am I actually telling you? Two things. One, what they're doing and what they're planning. But here's the other thing I'm telling you. Plan to build a parallel system so that when their system fails, you're not sitting there playing catch up. It's already established. Have you made friends with your local grocer? Have you made friends with your local farmer? Have you made friends with your local rancher? Have you made friends with the local police? Sheriff, by the way, doesn't mean that they're all going to be good guys. They're oftentimes not. But you better remember all politics is local. More importantly than that, your friends, your family, your neighbors, including what you might not necessarily like so well, are the ones that are going to have to depend on you and you're going to have to depend on them because if you think you're going to survive what they got coming at you all by your little lonesome self, Forget it. You've already lost the battle. Go ahead, Cos. Well, yeah, there's no I in team. So I think that's really, really good advice, just getting to know people. Um, community is our prison, but also community is what could save us by just, you know, humanity, really, and knowing everyone around you and, you know, when the going gets tough the tough get going and yeah just knowing those skills how to survive one thing that I've that has really shocked me you know being in food service and um that they don't even teach that in the schools anymore like I remember polling the kids and just you know well what do you, you know what do you eat in a week and mom and dad are they're broke and they're living paycheck to paycheck but they're they don't know how to cook so everything that they're eating is like TV dinners or they're ordering pizzas. And I was just, I was shocked that that wasn't a priority to teach in the schools what, like, nutrition and how to prepare it. Because last I checked, if you don't eat food, you might not make it in life because it's kind of a necessity so why are we not teaching? I mean, they're not teaching it, and it's kind of the most important thing, wouldn't you say? Most so. certainly. And it's not, again, a coincidence that we have 
you know, young people that are graduating. When I was in high school back in the they had a class and they had home economics. Back then, they taught you all the basics in the combat class. You know, I even learned to do a little bit of sewing. And I, mm-hmm. you know, now, but that was part of it. They taught you how to do a little bit of cooking. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things there. And, of course, our class was a multi-year thing for me. And, again, you know, the brothers both out there, at least you put together a couple boards and start building a house, right? Anything that you can use that people would actually have a need for, they're taken out of the school system. Now, I'll be happy to tell you how pretty movies are in your college class, but God forbid they sit there and keep down and you strip on a card or nothing and just in the ground up. Okay, that's the difference between what they used to teach and what they're teaching now. Now, when I tell people knowledge is power, that's not a joke. And when this thing went down in early 2020, it was the very first thing I started going, okay, what areas am I weak in? I chose several areas. I said, okay, I need to learn about raising chickens. I need to learn about raising beef. I need to learn about doing other things that were important enough to me that I need the knowledge that I need to have in order to help, okay? Because I'm not the farmer. I'm a businessman, all right? But I said this. I know more about chickens now. And again, it's not a coincidence. Why? Because it took the time to learn. Well, you have the power of the internet right now. Use it. Use it. Knowledge is power. There is so much out on the internet and on YouTube. I mean, especially for cooking, as I mean, probably most people know, I'm a professional pastry chef. So I know how to, I mean, a baker is can cook. A cook usually can't bake. So we always think that we're, you know, more superior. Oh, okay. But anyway, like, <laughs> we do. And um, there's so much out on the Internet to just learn how to do stuff. And, like, canning, canning, like, learn how to can food. Wow. It just, you know, it's things that people used to love doing. And learn how to do it because you can make your own food, make extra food, can it, grow it. People enjoy doing those things and, and um, yeah, just learning how to sew and taking care of ourselves. And I think you're so right that we do need to learn how to um, take care of ourselves because the whole Internet could go down, the grid goes down. I mean, they talk about it all the time. Our friends there in Australia, there was a few days when everything was down. We were even hearing about it in the news here in the United States that they they were down. And we care about our friends there in Australia. And if these things go down, we will have no idea what's going on. And it's it's rough there. We won't even know. They won't be able to tell us. And... Yeah, you're absolutely right. Our communication's going down. So real quick, the latest that I've heard is there's a new pandemic. It's something like called the white lung disease. Is that is that going to become lockdowns in the United States? I'm hearing rumors that they're starting to lock down in China over this. Have you heard anything about any of all this? Well, Gates said he says uh, they might not be paying attention to the last one, but they will next one. So I mean, and he actually he was sitting next to his quote unquote wife at the time, 
And, uh, uh, you know, they both smiled when he said that. So all I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, is be careful and remember, folks, 5G is a weapon system. And remember, some of that stuff that was in those shots is nanotech. You better understand that some of what you've been put into your body through your food supply, through the water coming out of the sky, okay, what have they been putting up there in the air? Stuff that gets seeped into your body. Metal. These are things that they can end up turning around and building things in your own body and thereby when you have people that can literally walk to a computer system and the computer system will pull up whatever your body's emitting and saying, Okay, they got shot from this company and they got here was the number that came from that vial. They've got that data. It comes directly wow. from your body telling you that. Okay. Again, this is a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy fact. Okay. And let me hit one other quick point also. Don't forget drones as well. Drones are another way to keep an eye on you. And there is no privacy. There's no secrecy. You know, locally here, a friend of mine had a house broken into while he was there, and the kids tried to kill him, uh, him and a significant other. One of the things that happened, they had carried their cell phones into the house with him. Those cell phones were picked up by his house system so they could turn around. Now, he knew who had done it. He recognized them, and he was able to get them out of the house after he stabbed one of them, and both of them ran out. Uh-huh. They saved his wife's life, of course, his as well, because they were trying to kill both of them. But the whole thing is, their cell phones picked up, okay? You have no privacy. You drive from point A to point B, boom, they got you. They decide they don't want you to go there, you don't. And don't sign up for that system where they can track you for, quote-unquote, better insurance rates. They never give you better insurance rates, but you gave them permission to track you when you said, well, yeah, I'm a good driver. They'll give me a better rate. No, they won't. But now they can now not just follow you everywhere you go, but they can now turn around and sell that data to anybody else that wants to know. Yeah, he goes to Burger King on Wednesday, and on Friday he goes to the strip bar, and on Sunday he goes to church. You know, all these things, mm-hmm. they know. This is the world you're living in. Knowledge yeah. is power, ladies and gentlemen. Watch what do you your back. feel? What do you feel? I have one last quick question, and then we're almost out of time. What do you feel? Because obviously they know that you and I are having this conversation. They know who is listening in. What care, or are we just so such a small, minute, you know, minority that they don't care? Like, what is your feeling on that? Those of us. Eyes wide open. Yeah, Mark Passio talked about it a lot of years ago when he left their system. Um, And folks, if you don't know who Passio is, you really need to look into the Common Law Seminar, Mark Passio, and uh, or Natural Law Seminar. Sorry, his comment was when he left. He says they told him, "Go ahead and do your work." You and I are not here to save the 99%. We're here to help the 3 to 5%. Okay? The hardest lesson mm-hmm. I told you about this before was me having to accept that I couldn't save families in a lot of cases. They made choices that I would not have made for them, and I tried to tell them not to tell you, and they said, oh, John, you're just conspiracy theory. 
and it killed them or injured them. And I had to live with the fact. But once I got to that level of not caring because I tried, I realized that that was the level that these super individuals that control the world have that same mentality. We're smarter than them. Let them kill each other in war. Let them do their foolishness. Okay? And my attitude is all, and I've talked about this again for years, if I'm not on 20 government watch lists, I'm failing miserably. Okay? <laughs> we, are, we are here to try to help save lives. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my biggest thing. I'm trying to do two things, save lives and prevent a civil war. I know what war looks like, ladies and gentlemen. You do not want it on the streets of America. And what are they trying to push for? They're trying to push a war between the Republicans and the Democrats to be a two-way rifle range. And if you're foolish enough to fall for it, you're going to be foolish enough to watch your friends, families, and your world collapse. Dead bodies everywhere. Suffering everywhere. Starvation everywhere. Go ahead. Yeah, I I agree. It's like people are brainwashed. Like, it's, it's like a cult if you're like the democrat cult or the republican cult and they don't oh i only vote the party line and I, so it doesn't matter what they do because they know what type of people are voting and they're all working together anyway but you know what we are almost out of time thank you so much john this was so amazing everyone who listens just absolutely loves you we left them in suspense two weeks ago when we didn't get finished and i was getting messages like oh when are you going to have them back for part two so thank you so much for making time for us during this holiday month that you could come back and get everyone up to date with part two next week we have australia And we're going to get an update, and we are finding out that there is now retaliation going on in Australia where we will be hopefully speaking to victims who are are being retaliated against and put in guardianship as retaliation. So it's no longer, you know, it's, you know, someone who actually just had a stroke or something. They're going after basically you or I, John. They're going after us going to try and guardianize us to shut us up and we are going to be discussing that right now uh going on in australia and it's uh let's just hope that everything's going to work and we're going to be able to get them patched through next week but we really appreciate australia and as one of our biggest supporters here the australian association to stop guardianship and administrative abuse and their website is aasgaa.org. If you are listening international outside the United States or outside of Australia, Australia is the group that you want to contact. Again, aasgaa.org. They are taking the international stories, and unfortunately the international stories are starting to come in on guardianship abuse. If you are here in the United States, our other sponsor is the National Association to Stop Guardianship Abuse, and that website is www.stopguardianshipabuse.org. Of course, we are sponsored by Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. We love Marcel. She's amazing. And, of course, Shenanigans in the Montgomery County Facebook page. If you are out of Montgomery County, get a hold of Shenanigans to find out about the investigator that wants your stories. So once again, everyone, we'll be back next week. 
Thank you so much, John. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And everyone, have a wonderful rest of the week. Good night. Good night, world. Honey, where'd you go in your pajamas? <sighs> Sleepwalking. Again? How far? My watch says 25 miles. 25? Did you know we can save up to 25% off grocery store prices at BJ's Wholesale Club? We can save a ton for our holiday party. You already did. Huh? There's deli platters, candy, and baking ingredients on the table. I bought that? Yeah, you've been sleep shopping. So it's true. Saving at BJ's is so easy, you can do it in your sleep. Save in club or on BJ's.com. Not a member? Join today. BJ's. Absurdly simple savings. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.